0: Hi and welcome to Management Podcast Show. I do hope you're keeping safe and well and managing yourself and other people to get the best results you can and be truly successful. Now, over the next couple of weeks, I'll be away on annual leave and I think you will all agree that there is time to recharge your body and your mind is one of the most important things we can all do. But I know you want to keep listening and maybe even enjoy the show on your holidays. So over the coming weeks, I'll be re-releasing my podcasts on the Big Five of management, the bedrock of what I use in management roles throughout my years in the business. It's been some time since we went through the Big Five, and to reinforce how important they are in successfully managing and leading the teams. I know some of you have already listened to the Big Five, and I'm sure you have listened to all my casts over and over again. That's right, isn't it? Okay, maybe not. But my listeners' habits mean that sometimes people come in and out of podcasts, and as it's over a year since we've actually recorded our first one, that's fine to have a bit of a recap and rebroadcast. So I think the big five casts will help you relearn, re-listen, revisit, and sometimes recycle some of the work that I've already done. As been seen by most of the emails I get uh, about the show, a lot of you talk about the Big Five as being something that's really helped and support you. So it's a good idea for us to go through it again. And to help you remember the Big Five, they are, of course, one-to-ones, feedback, delegation, coaching, and empowerment. But even though I'm away, please don't forget to drop me a line on whatever you've listened to and give me some feedback on how the show's going. You can get me at managermat.com. Podcasts at gmail.com. And finally, before we start, the audio must sound a little bit different as the Big Five were recorded some time back. But please enjoy and let me know how they get on. So, without further delay, here is a recap of the Big Five.
1: Welcome to the Manager Matt Podcast Show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day to day management and leadership problems hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show.
0: Hello and welcome to Manager Matt. This week's episode, delegation, who does what and when. Today, as part of our big five of management principles, we'll explore and examine delegation, how good delegation needs to be part of your vision for your teams. We'll discuss how to get delegation to the right level and the difference between responsibilities and accountability. So, let's get on with the show. So, delegation. Delegation is the bedrock of good management. The key is to delegate jobs to the right person at the right level. And that sometimes means delegating jobs to the right pay level, as well as a right amount of skill level. It's not dumping stuff you don't want to do on some somebody else. It's making sure the right person gets the right info to do the job they are responsible and accountable for doing. One point some managers miss is that you are ultimately accountable. It's your ship, you're the leader. But your directs are responsible for delivering their part in hitting the results. As a plant manager, I'm accountable for everything that happens inside that factory. But for an example, my engineering manager is responsible for making sure his team does their roles to keep the plant running effectively and efficiently. It's difficult sometimes when you're new to a role. You have always been the doer. You have gone through your whole career making sure things happened, and you've been promoted predominantly on the fact that you delivered those results. Now that's a different role you're in now as a management. You will have the knowledge still, but now you need to share that knowledge and the experience to make sure others can get the work done. You have to move your focus away from that minute-to-minute and hour-to-hour to to a more day-to-day, week-to-week, and month-to-month, depending on where you are. And as the manager, you're not going to be queuing up at the clocking machine to go home spot on the end of your shift like your colleagues were. Now it's all about making sure that this part of your job delivers the results. Naturally, if there's an emergency, you will jump down and help out. Getting your shirt sleeves rolled up and getting your hands dirty We get you a load of kudos with your team and it breaks down the them and us. It will never get rid of them and us. The them and us is here to stay. But make sure you know what an emergency is or you will end up being the superhero every day. That doesn't help you or your team in the long run. They'll stand back and wait for you to swoop down as a super manager, fix it and then go again. So there's a definite approach here that you need to be aware of. It's delegation But it's not abdication. So let's run through the steps that we need to do to delegate correctly. So step one, understand what you need doing to deliver results. Now that sounds simple, doesn't it? But you really need to step back and say, what does our business do? Or what does my team need to do to deliver results? What do we really get paid for? What is the customer going to pay for? Not all the rest of the actions you might do day to day, but what is the customer actually paying for and how do we get that there? And then step two, get to know what your team does. Now, that sometimes can be easier if you've come through the ranks because you know what their team does. But now remember, the filter is different. You are looking from a manager's point of view. So what the team always done and what you've always done maybe is not the right things. So you need to understand what the team's real roles are, not just the job titles. Step three, what needs to be done? What is important and urgent? When you think about roles, there's many things that are important and many things that are urgent, but you need to be focusing on the important and urgent to get the role done. And you need to make sure the team understands that these are the jobs that need to be done. This is a good time to look at what you are doing as a manager. Sometimes when you get a new role in a manager, you seem to be sitting in an office waiting for emails to arrive. Now this, when you're doing the idea of delegation, is a chance to actually see what reports you're doing. I remember a time when I got a job and I took over from a a team that had been there for a while. And the first thing they said is, every day, Matt, you need to send this email. And this is the list of people that need to get it. It's really important. It's really urgent. Every day, you send this email. And it took me 15, 20 minutes every day to go around, find this information, another 10 minutes to write into the report, then to email it out. And I never got a reply from any of them. So I did this for about two weeks. And then I forgot. I literally forgot. I got busy. There was an emergency. I forgot. And no one came back saying, where's the report? So I thought, well, I'll leave it. And I made that decision. And I left it. Next day, nobody asked for it. I spent another two years in that company and never once did they ask for that report. This is a good example of knowing exactly what you're doing. And we'll come on to that when we talk about management meetings and how we can make them more efficient. Anyway, back to it. So step three, plan out your roles and responsibilities on a sheet for your team. This part is where you're going to have to do a little bit of the geeky sort of data side of things. You need to plan out what are the roles and responsibilities for your team, what they need to do to deliver the results we've spoken about to make sure you're successful. And at this point, put yourself in there. What is your role and responsibility, whatever that might be? Now, try to be more action driven here. So don't put things like I inspire people. Very nice to say you inspire people, but then start doing those whys. Why do I inspire people? Why am I actually here? Uh, and if you find out you're not here for a reason, then you maybe start looking about why did they employ me? Because if you're sat in an office and you're not actually adding value and just adding costs, then guess what? When that axe man comes around, who's going to be the head on the chopping block? Start thinking about it that way around. So you've got your roles and responsibilities. You know what you're meant to be doing. And the next thing is step six. Implement and change and monitor. So at this point, you're now going to be going out to individuals, sitting down with them, We're always going to be having one-to-ones and talking about what you feel they should be doing and start to delegate out those roles and start to make sure that they understand what is going to be done. And at this point, this is going to be the hard bit because there will be some people who will not want to change and they'll want to be pushing it back to you. So be really clear of why you're doing it. Why does that person have that role? I've worked in a company when the title said that they were supply chain manager and half the supply chain didn't answer to the supply chain manager. And when I asked why, oh, well, he didn't want to do that part of the job. Just to make it clear, you're not at work to do things you like. If you've got a hobby and you enjoy doing that, that's a hobby. If you're at work, you've got things you're not going to like doing. So sometimes you're going to have to be quite forceful with some people if they're resistant to what you want them to change. But again, you're starting from a place of delivering results and you're starting with the why, why you need to do that change. So things you want to be watching out for, when you start looking at implementing these, is the people who say they're too busy. I've had so many people, when I start doing this, that say, just too busy, Matt. I have not got time to do this. I can't take anything else on. And that's right. They probably haven't. But what you're doing with the roles and responsibilities and the delegation is actually making sure they're doing the right things. The number of people who are doing stuff that don't really add value, that they've either done for years, have enjoyed doing, so have always done, reports for others who really don't need the reports, as I've mentioned earlier. Or actually, somebody else's job completely. And that's why this delegation piece should start to explain whose roles these are and whose responsibilities they are to do. As I've said, the heads of the department are still going to be accountable. If you're a plant manager like me, you're still accountable. But it's really important that the roles and responsibilities are understood. And some people just don't want to change. They like the old ways. They like doing it. Uh, I've had people who will take uh, laptops on holidays with them. To make sure they can complete a certain transaction, and instead of stepping back and thinking, "Well, if I can get somebody else to do this, I'm not doing my holidays," they'd rather take it with them. And in one way, that I think in their mind, feel that their uh, their their job's going to be for secure, or they think they're going to be there forever. Um, now, that's not always true. You know, sometimes when you start to hang on to things, you don't do what you really should be doing. And there is some people who won't want to give up the responsibilities, especially when you're taking it off them and, doing, and giving them jobs that they maybe don't think they want to do. And that is where you're going to have to start looking at the way you persuade people, and that's around the relationship power that you'll be building through the one-to-ones and feedbacks. Or actually, this is where your position power comes in. You know, there is three types of power. There is a position power, there is the expert power, and there's a relationship power. Now, we all want to start from a relationship point of view, but you are the boss and you have to deliver the results. So at some point, you might have to be turning around and saying, I expect you to do that. And it isn't a case of having a discussion and a debate. It's a case of you need to get on with doing that work. Uh, And that really can be difficult if you're not default direct. And I must admit, I'm not default direct. I would rather have a consensus and an approach. But at the end of the day, you're the manager. And as I've said, you're accountable. So if you start failing, and those other directs are not doing what they're meant to be doing, then your head's back on that block we mentioned. So let's just have a think about how that would all work. OK, so let's recap the delegation steps. Step one, understand what you need to deliver. Step two, get to know what your team does. Step three, what do you need the team to do in the future? What is urgent and what is important? Step four, get a rules and responsibility sheet drafted up. Step five, communicate Out to your team the roles and responsibilities going forward through the new delegation. And then step six, implement the change and monitor. Well, thank you for listening on how to deliver delegation. Now it's over to you. You have the background of why it works. You have the context of how it will deliver results to you. You have the step-by-step guide. Now it's up to you to take action, start seeing the benefits. So what are you waiting for? Do it. Nothing comes from nothing Okay, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks for listening and goodbye.
1: Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.